Habit number three, put first things first. Great quote at the very beginning of this chapter. It's quote says, things which matter most must never be at the mercy of things which matter least. And so one of the visualizations to be able to help you understand this is number one, is if you were to draw a, a square, okay? And inside of that square, you draw a vertical line splitting that square in half, and then you draw another horizontal line splitting in half. So basically you have four quadrants. So you have this, you have basically four squares, or rec yeah, squares within the larger square. And so um, on, on the left side, um, top, you're gonna write urgent, on the other half of the, the top, you're going to write not urgent. And then on the left side, um, you're going to write important. And underneath that other half, you're going to write not important. So these different sectors, if we look at quadrant number one, that's the upper left box, you have urgent and important. So these are things that are more crisis-driven, things that have to get done right now, deadline-driven projects. And that can be at work or at home. And then if we slide over to quadrant number two, that's the not urgent but important. These are prevention. These are the things that require a lot more preparation. This is more uh, relationship building, recognizing new opportunities, planning for what you want. Then if you go down to the bottom left um, quadrant, he calls it, um, it's number three. It's not important, but it's urgent. And those are things that kind of come um, come up. Uh, it's um, you know, emails that get sent over you that need to respond. It's phone calls that come in. It's people that walk into your office that need a, that need that need uh, need um, need activities uh, or your your input. And then finally, quadrant number four. It's not urgent, not important. These are the trivial things that can be done. And this is some emails, some phone calls, some things that um, uh, interrupt your time. Total time wasters. At the same time, they can be pleasant activities. They can give you a lot of pleasure. And so it's understanding as you look at this, this quadrant of being able to prioritize your activities on a regular basis, it's being able to put them into each one of those quadrants. And what you find for a lot of people is they run quadrant one really, really heavy on a daily basis at work and sometimes at home and then number four. And so what gets missed out oftentimes is the important but not urgent because they're not timeline driven. Um, you can't have... Uh, you can't speed up a relationship. You can't be like, I want them to trust me instantaneously. Trust is beholden upon them. And so as you think about, again, putting first things first, one of the biggest things that you have to work on for most people that, if, again, if you're listening to this podcast, is how to say no. How to say no to your spouse that you can't do that. How to say no to the children that we can't do that. Um, or no, we choose not to. Not that we can't because we can do anything we want, but we choose not to do that activity. And then moving more into the quadrant two is extremely critical for a lot of people because it's you're dictating then the, the importance of that activity and you're making sure that it's done on a, on a regular basis. And so oftentimes people will see themselves in the different roles that they play. So for example, um, he uses different roles like individual, husband, father, manager uh, of an organization, uh, volunteer at a local charity, uh, personal development, um, you know, maybe they, maybe they have, they own a piece of real estate. So now they, um, you know, not, not landlord, but they own this, this real estate they need to take care of. Um, and so as you think about the different roles that you play, you want to make sure that 
the tasks, if I just focus on it today, because that's all that really matters if you think about it, right? There's this yin and yang pulling to plan for the future at the same time, really honing in on today, right? So I can only affect my, um, my decisions based on today, right now. My decisions of tomorrow will have to come when tomorrow comes. But at the same time, if I'm driven off of this purpose, off of this legacy, then I know what I want to build going forward. So I have the opportunity to focus my daily activity on where I want to go. And so um, oftentimes that mission statements, beginning with the end in mind, um, can help you visualize where you want to be long term. You think about the roles that you're currently playing and then what you'd like to accomplish in those. And then what happens is just daily then you just focus on, okay, from those roles, then what do I get to accomplish today? And then if I can't do it myself, I need to say no to something, who can I delegate it to and who can run with that? Serves out. So again, habit three, putting first things first. I think this is one of the most difficult things for people to be able to put together for themselves in regards to just their daily activity and their weekly activity just as they look at their overall life. And so let's just talk about that for a little bit because there's this phrase that we use called work-life balance. And so it almost makes it sound like there is, again, a balance makes it sound like if I put more on the left side, then that'll help balance the weight on the right side. And it doesn't necessarily work in that fashion. I think it's more flexibility and understanding what's happening right now. So let me give you an example of work-life balance or basically flexibility. Um, I'll use that phrasing work-life balance because I think it still hits home to what we're talking about today. Um, so if a, a buddy of mine went, to, went through medical school, and so when he was going through medical school, there was particular times where it was extremely intense study-wise. So that meant that from an hourly perspective on a daily basis, and then you add it up for the week, he was sacrificing a lot of family time and a lot of um, relationship time with his wife in order to really get the career going. And that's from a study perspective and from a time standpoint at the hospitals and clinics. And so they knew that it was more of a season of time that that would be there. And then it would, he would then adjust and create more time for the family. So even though let's say they only got like let's say a couple hours or an hour on a daily basis or let's say a couple hours in a week, he made sure that he was full engaged. So that way as he engaged, he was very present. And so that's where I think it becomes more about the quality of the time that you're giving than the quantity. And so if you come home after a long days of work, right, then the, the, the goal is then if you want to have a strong relationship with your children and with the spouse, then you want to remove any distractions that you have that takes you away from them. So, you know, the moment that you decide to walk in the door, you might say to yourself, okay, well, what, the moment that I put the cell phone down, it's down until let's say 11 o'clock at night. So that's one of the downsides of the BlackBerry is that it, it allowed a work email to be totally acceptable to be sent and received and responded outside of your typical eight to five. So now people do bring their work home. They no longer leave it at the office because literally in the palm of their hand, they can get work email. And so that's one thing you need to be able to set up for yourself is boundaries dictated by yourself. And only you can know what that, what that looks like. The other thing that people often say to me uh, that they have a hard time putting into their life is exercise. 
And so they're like, oh, I just can't get to the gym. And, 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 then, and then I respond to them, then don't get to the gym. So we, you, we, we work right now in a very unique setting in that we have a very sit-down job for those of you that are in the more uh, managerial, white-collar professions. You're sitting down the majority of the time. Um, and so for you, it might not necessarily be going to the gym. It could be going for a walk for 10 minutes. It could be uh, doing some flutter kicks while you're watching TV. It could be doing uh, t uh, 10 pull-ups or 10 push-ups or 20 push-ups every single day. And so, or, or 10 squats, you know, while you're waiting for the, the water to heat up in the shower. It's planning though, it's putting into place the different things that you find of importance. So um, one thing that I would say is, yes, it's important to plan for your future, right? Have this mission statement of what you ultimately want to become. But you need to be flexible in the day that things you can make decisions on. The daily decisions truly need to be as flexible as possible because you can't anticipate what's going to happen. So for example, if let's say, let's go back to my buddy that wants to become a doctor. So as he's going through graduate school, for, for as he's going to med school, he knows that he's going to put a lot of time into studying. And so what he knows that when he's going to mix it in on a regular basis of how he can still be engaged with the family when he's home, at the same time he knows that when he's done, his ultimate game plan though is that he's there engaging with them on a lot of family activities. So then what he then decides is that they decide anything that they do, that anything that he's decided to do, then it has more of that family component to it because he's not trying to make up because you can't go backwards, but he's wanting to make sure that that's still the precedence that despite him not being there while he's going through medical school, he's there the moment that they need him, which is now because you can't go back and change the past. Turns out. So let me go here. Uh, this is habit three, part three um, of putting first things first, because I think this is a very difficult one for people to have a look at. Number one, so this is what I do, okay? And so from whatever context you come from, you can plan out your own day and week. And so that's really where I start from. Number one is, so where do I want to go from a career perspective? Where do I want to go from a family perspective? So number one for me, relationship-wise as a husband. And, uh, so I, look at, uh, I use my family um, mission statement as kind of my, um, my measuring stick of how I'm going to be able to judge myself, uh, that I want to be able to have this group of close family relationships, right, with wife and children. And so as I look at my week, right, Sunday to Saturday, I want to start putting in the, what I call the rocks, right? Things that have to get done, that, that, are, that are a little bit dependent on timing of other people, right? So if I look at church, it's going to go a certain period of time on Sunday. Outside of that, I have nothing else that kind of has to be done on that Sunday. As I look basically Monday to Friday, I have hours of work that I'm going to go there, right? 7.30 to 7, right? And I can do that Monday to Friday. Friday, I'm going to maybe pull in and uh, end it at 3 o'clock. And then Saturday, I might have already things that children are going that specific week. So as I look at my calendar for the week, I already know where a lot of my time is already going to be allotted. And so then what I can do now is I can start putting in the filler. So an important part of who I am that I enjoy uh, for as, a, as a nice stress release, it's part of the sharpen of the saw, we'll get to that eventually, habit number seven, is I like to exercise. And so for me, I start putting that in as I work around the different schedules. So sometimes it might be at the end of the day, sometimes it might be at the, the beginning part of the day, and I fit that into my daily routine. And I know, though, 
from Sunday, I probably won't do it there, but then basically Monday to Saturday, I'll do it at least four times, and so I can plan that out. At the same time, I'm flexible. If something has to get changed because of weather and I was going to run outside, I'm flexible to that change. And then the other things that I have a look at as I look at my week is, are there any things that have to be done that day, right? So as I come to Monday, what do I want to make sure gets done? That has to get done, right? So if I were to just take top two or top three things that have to get done that day, right? It could be paying bills. It could be, you know, talking to my child about, uh, you know, their, you know, why they didn't do so well on a, on a previous exam. I want to make sure that I put that into the day and it can get accomplished, and that way I stay focused on my priorities. And by by doing that, by making that weekly commitment to have a look at your calendar and then planning ahead. And so that can be done by yourself solo or it's something that you can bring in with other, you know, with your spouse or your children. Then you start planning together as a family. You can make sure that things don't get dropped and you can make sure that things get accomplished and you truly are putting those priorities in a place that you see fit. Sure, go.